Welcome to the Deeper's Creepers podcast, where we like to get high and talk about horror movies. I'm Casey. And I'm Jess. And this week we're going to be talking about the 2008 movie Mirrors, aka The Haunted Macy's, that will eventually become a spirit Halloween. folks so uh this week we are um gonna cover a stupid movie we love stupid movies just as much as we love the good ones so we're really excited because we've been talking about like basically nothing but movies we've loved yes um and as much as i love covering like great horror um all horror deserves to be loved and even though i'm saying this is stupid and dumb it was fun and i liked it Absolutely, yeah. But I also hate it. But that's just, it's just how it be. Uh, so we are talking about Mirrors from 2008. What a great year. Uh, no, that's no a, the, that is a lie. The, like, 2000s, can we just talk about how they were such, like, like, I would say, like, 2008 uh-huh. to, like, 2015, we had the worst fucking time for horror it was in a, my lifetime. It was a bad time. There were a lot um, of fun things, but it was a lot of kitschy teen horror and like really fucked up like i would I say like, my it's all just i would say my bad time would be from like 2004 to 2010 okay yeah because i feel like horror through then was just like mean or stupid very or everyone mean. everyone was trying to do like an m night Shyamalan twist and I don't know. Not everything needs a giant fucking dramatic yes. twist. And I need, I, I love my bad horror. I need my bad horror. I don't need everything to be a pearl, a very heady, you know, you got to really think about this kind of shit. You right. Know, the number 23. <laughs> I don't need that always. I need sometimes a plot that doesn't make sense and bad acting that I can just laugh at. And that's exactly what we have got here, folks. Uh, Yeah, mirrors, man. So it has a... Uh, 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, and Jesus. I feel that's generous. That is generous. Truly. Truly. I think probably because of Keith or Sutherland. Keith or Sutherland, and people love him. That's gotta be it, but he is just bullshitting the camera at this point. I mean, he's acting so terribly. It's and awful. he's not bad. He's not a bad actor. Oh, I'll, well, I'll get there with my yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. Um, so yes, Kiefer Sutherland is the main character. He is Ben. Um, most horror fans would know him from... Um, Lost Boys, Lost Boys yeah. obviously, and then but he was also in that show Twenty Four. That's probably what most people know him from. And he's also a musician. And he's also Donald Sutherland's son. Uh, and we oh, love yeah. Donald. I love Donald Sutherland. Yeah. I think he's wonderful. Um, so yeah, it's directed by Alexander Aja. Um, I don't know what the fuck he was doing with this movie, but also he directed The Hills Have Eyes, two thousand six, which I loved. I, it was, really? a, it was fine. It was just such an exact carbon copy of the first, of the original, that yeah. I was like, well, okay, well, it was just basically, like, better practical, or better effects, I guess, maybe, not even that, just, I feel like it was just a very carbon copy of the original. So, you know, I think my thing is, because I saw that one first. That's fair. I, that's probably why I liked it better. And it's still fine. But I do need, I mean, it's yeah. been, like, since I was... Really young, yeah. like early teens, that I saw that movie. I have a higher bar for remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, mean, if, I didn't in 2006. Yes. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I liked it back then. It's just now I feel it's very whatever. For sure. He did Piranha 3D, <laughs> which is a big old shit hole. I haven't even and, but then wasted he, my time with that one. No. And <laughs> then he also did the 2018 movie Crawl, which I heard was really fucking good. It's an alligator movie. And I heard it's really good. I think it's on Hulu, and I've been meaning to watch it. That might be a stay tuned. Okay, crawl. Uh, yeah, it's like, I know it's like this house floods or something, because they're in like Florida or something, and the girl and the dad are like swim team people, like he was an Olympic swimmer or something. Is that where they're trapped in the pool? They're not trapped in the pool. That's the two sisters. That's based on the true story. They're in like their house and she's like trying to outswim this like crocodile or alligator or whatever. It looks, it, I actually heard it was really good. Okay, there is another movie then that I need to look up the title. I think it is. It's like two girls. It's a Japanese film, I think, maybe. But it's. And then it definitely got an American remake. Something about this guy 
in a swimming pool, trapped in there with this fucking gator. And, like, all the, like, he, like, fell and hit his head and, like, or something happened. I can't remember. Like, he was, like, on a diving board. I'll look it up. But it absolutely looks terrifying because it's just one of those horror movies that it's mm -hmm. just this man all alone the entire movie. See, that's not what I was. stress me the fuck out. I was thinking of that movie that those two girls, like, the pool cover gets put over them or whatever and they're trapped in the pool over the weekend. I don't even know if that's a horror movie. It sounds like a horror movie. I think uh, it might be yeah. a drama. But it was, like, based on a true story where, like, these girls were, like, trapped in this pool over the weekend or something with, like, the cover over them. I don't know. Um, there's also, I don't know why it just reminded me, that movie 48 Meters Down. Did you see that? Oh, my God. I liked that movie. It stressed me out. stressed me the hell out. That was really good, though. Anyways. Anyways. I want, I really want to look this up. So you keep talking for a minute and I'm going to yes. see if I can find it. Because I really um, want to. So Kiefer Sutherland's estranged wife, Amy, is played by Paula Patton, who may be the worst actress in this film. I try not to make, like, say really bad things about actors, because typically it has a lot to do with the director, and if he is able to get a good, he or she is able to get a good performance out of their actors, but man, she was just phoning it in, you know, just bad. Um, Angie... Angie. Angie, Ben's sister, is played by Amy Smart, who I really like her. Um, she is probably best known from Rat Race, which love that fucking movie. Um, I also know her from The Butterfly Effect, which is a fucking dumb, weird fucking movie. It looks fucked up. The movie she was talking about was called The Pool. Which I should have That may be re- a stay remembered. tuned. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty obvious. It looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Anyways, it's a Thai survival thriller. Nice. Ooh, that could yeah. be fun. Anyways. Um, yeah, I those really are... hated, I hated the chick who played Amy. I hated the terrible acting. I hated the acting, the lines. I just, Choice she just, dialogue, man. <laughs> so I was like, joy. you know, Kiefer, Suth- Kiefer Sutherland, I keep calling him Kiefer. It's my, it's my gap. It gives me a lisp. Keith, Keith, I did it again. <laughs> Chief Keefe, okay, um, was going through a lot, and yeah, he was, like, a raging alcoholic and shit, which we'll talk about, because of all the shit that happened to him, and, like, his sister died, and she's like, well, it affected me, too, and I was like, bitch, you didn't see, he, like, you didn't have to walk, I'm getting ahead of myself, I just hated her. Yeah, yeah, he was super fucking aggro, though, so, um, but anyway, yeah, we'll go through the plot, um, I did look up a few things, it it looks like it's basically a remake of a South Korean movie, Into the Mirror, it's not an exact, (laughs) it's not an exact remake, I guess, uh, the director, Aja, um, took that material, which is basically, I think, a cop who's investigating weird mirror murders, took that, and I assume it's probably a better script than what this pile of shit ended up being. Because he just was throwing spaghetti at the wall at that point and hoping something fucking sticks. Like, it's, it's just not great. Um, I do I do like Amy Smart. I will say that. Um, before we get into the plot, I just wanted to tell my little Kiefer Sutherland story. And at a restaurant that I used to work at, his band was playing across the street at a music venue, and he came in, and I was the host, and he would not sit with his band. He asked me to sit in the most private booth in the building, and he had sunglasses on the entire time, and he, like, apparently tipped like shit. So, Kiefer Sutherland, I don't know why you would be listening to this, but if you are, treat people better. You're not that famous. Oh, yikes. That is not a good celebrity meet and greet. Uh, no, I spoke to him, but I wish that I had not. <laughs> yikes. Okay, well, um, hopefully Donald Sutherland is nicer. I believe. I believe that. Yeah, I like him. Okay, so. Let's get into it. What the fuck happened in 2008 that they made this happen? <sighs> well, that's the thing. There were so many fucking cop movies. Those... Like, movies based on, like... I'm off the force. They did this thing. It's so fucking annoying. A cab. Yes. That and, um, this was also right in the middle of the J horror phase. And this is a Korean remake. So it's literally Ah. right in the middle of all that. Yep. And okay, folks, let's be honest. Let's have the conversation. No one wants to have the only 
good J-horror remake is The Ring, and everybody else can go fuck themselves. I kind of like The Grudge. It was okay. But like, For me, it was one of those things, it was like, like, I did see that one first, and it's kind of got its place. But Ring was better than Ringu. The yeah. It ori- was better than the original. That is the only J-horror or any fucking foreign remake that has been better or even close to the original. The Grudge is fine, but the original is way better. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, but I still I still liked the remake of that one. Yeah, and I mean, I like the other ones. I like this piece of shit, but <laughs> Grudge is way better than this. Way fucking better than that this. That is true. Yeah. Just... I mean, miles ahead. So, uh, the movie begins with a random security guard. Uh, bless you, Hannibal. Bless you. Um, this random <laughs> security guard running around this building. Um, he, like, knocks out a window and it's just a brick wall there. You probably should have known that if you work here. Uh, it's and, just interesting. Yeah. Boy, that was, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand that part. Because he's running around and he's, uh, he eventually gets to, uh, a mirror and he's clearly he's talking to like his reflection there's like these weird cr- like digital cracking effects that look like shit <laughs> and then he's like cleaning the mirror he's like, he's, like apologizing to clean. it i'll make you clean and it's like you're fucking crazy dude like what the actual fuck you know what confuses me about that though casey is that later in the movie it said that he was found in a train station so i don't even think that he was at the department store. I think he was at the train station because his he his throat was slit, so there's no way his he would have walked to the train station. So yeah. I think that that was like a train station that he was in at the time. But this is before we realized that. Oh, okay. so that's maybe okay. why he didn't okay. know that there was brick there because I think he was in an unfamiliar right. space. See, okay, script. And he was trying to get away. Script is make my this more obvious. Yeah, no, I, I should, barely picked up on that. I should not be asking these questions. Yeah. you know what I mean. It Absolutely, should, it should be a lot more obvious considering this is our inciting incident. For the, <laughs> this is our cold open, and it's crap. Like, like make it look like a train station, and then him yeah. going into a bathroom or something. Also, the building he works in doesn't make sense, but we'll get to that. Oh my god. So, <laughs> I was th- uh, so this guy, uh, run, when he's, like, trying to clean the mirror, a piece of it breaks off, and he's like, oh no, oh no, and his reflection starts smiling at him, and he, uh, like, the reflection bends down and grabs the shard of glass, and jabs it in his neck and starts, like, slitting across his throat. And the guy, like, that's not the reflection, it's happening to him, but, you you know, he's not doing it himself. It's, honestly, I think it showed too much. Yeah, I agree. In the cold open, I would have rather, like, it looked more to the audience like a suicide instead of being very obvious, like, oh, shit, it really is the mirrors. And I guess we're watching a movie called Mirrors, we know, but... It but just, it could have been, like, the mirrors driving people to commit suicide or something, you know? Right. And, yeah, I think they could have saved that for um, Amy Smart's death, and it would have made that more impactful, because that is such a cool fucking death. It is a cool death. Uh, it's my favorite part of this movie, and it's the only part I remembered, because I watched this when it came out, and my friends, she had a, my friend Taylor, not the one you know, um, she had a bed basement bedroom. So it was the best bedroom. I loved that bedroom. We would sit there and watch spooky movies. And we watched this when it came out. We rented it. And I remember being pretty scared down there. And then, but this is the only part I remembered about it. Yeah, I don't even remember if I have seen this before. Like, there were parts that were familiar to me, but nothing that stood out enough for it to be, like, something I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, And That kind of describes this whole movie. Nothing that stood out for me to be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um... So then we get these weird inverted credits where it's all, like, mirror image. Whatever, that's fine. Goes on a little long for me. Yep. Uh, Not that good of a movie and not that good of a score to keep me interested. Like, the reanimator intro, I can watch that forever. Because it's interesting and it has cool music. And this is just boring. This movie should not have been an hour and 51 minutes. Oh my god, I was- I literally paid paid $3.99 for it. Same. (laughs) And I paused it at one point and I was like, please have 20 minutes left. And it had 50. I did that too. I paused it at like 106. And I was like, (laughs) no. I was like, there are so many better things I could be doing. Oh my god. But here we are, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. So then we get some really very typical expositional camera work. Where, uh, I do think it's cool that the very first thing that we see of Kiefer Sutherland is a reflection. 
mm-hmm. in the TV. But he, like, gets up and he looks like shit. He's just sleeping on a couch with his jeans on. And it's, like, really obvious what's going on. And the camera pans over to this, like, newspaper clipping, which why would he have this? Um, and it says detective or cop shot by undercover detective. And I don't even remember seeing that. Like, I don't even. It's the very first shot we see after the credits. Mm. And it like, yeah, it pans over and it's like, okay, cool. We could have learned that a different way, but whatever. And there's that, of course, that cliche shot of the rundown cop guy. He's taking his pills. Whatever. He's then, you know, in the hole. Oh, go ahead. But then he takes that cliche trope of him taking the pills. He just fucking crushes it on the goddamn bathroom counter. Just crushes the pill and just puts it in his cup. I'm like, god damn, you're hardcore. Definitely. Stop doing drugs like that. Ooh, yeah. Drugs Um, are bad, I'm good. So we learn that he is obviously on some sort of medication, but that he's also a recovering alcoholic yep um probably due to the fact that he shot a man on duty and killed him and the killed guy him. the guy did die i don't know if we said that so he killed a guy he killed a cop while he was undercover um so now he's living with his sister who is played by um amy smart her name is angie it's so fucking stupid because he comes out of the bathroom and he looks into a room and he goes hey sis no one talks like that Later on in the movie, she goes, I'm your little sister. I no one talks like that. It. No one talks like that. You both know that. There's no need to say it out loud for the audience. Find a different way to do it. Yeah, we don't think this is your blonde mistress. Like, you, yeah. Like, you could have said something like, oh, mom and dad, or oh, mom would have, you know, I don't know. There's just so many other better writing styles to use to, like, get to that point, to, they, like, let your audience know. They could have said nothing until the moment when Amy... In the movie, um, when she was talking to the detective and she was like, he took care of her when their father died. That would have been enough. Yep. That would have fucking been enough. Or mother, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Their parent Um, died. Angie, not Amy. God damn it. Amy Smart is the one that's played by, or is playing um, Amy. Yeah, Amy and Angie. No, Angie's played by Amy Smart. Amy, you were right. Amy is the wife. Oh, okay, Angie okay, okay. is the sister. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it's confusing me. So, yes. Uh, so he goes and he's got this new job. Um, Kiefer Sutherland. He first Where's of all, that fucking accent come from? I don't. He know. got this new job. I don't know. Um, so We're not very serious today at all. <laughs> no, not at all. This is not a serious movie. It sucks <laughs> balls. Um, so anyway, he first of all. Whoever did the costuming in this movie, how dare you? Because he's he's wearing this like hoodie under this like, um, like Burkhart jacket or uh whatever it's uh, Carhartt Carhartt Burkhart. <laughs> what is that? This, that like, sounds expensive. I don't know this Carhartt jacket, and it's just fucking stupid. He looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so he's getting this new job, and this guy's like showing him around. He's gonna be security. And it's like, it's a building that was a mental hospital, and then it was a um, fucking department store, store. which, no, um, that doesn't make sense. How? Who? How? I mean. Who looked at that and was like, hmm, I think I can fix this. It's just like the way. Let's sell some perfume. The (laughs) internal organs of those two buildings are never going to be similar. Like. Like, patient rooms and, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just makes no fucking sense. There's art everywhere for some reason. Why would there have been art in the department store? Like, giant statues. Or in the, um, fucking hospital that it was. I know a lot of them were mannequins, but the statues were weird. And also, why didn't the mannequins burn? Because they're fucking plastic. Right, that's what I'm saying. So the whole thing just did not... Because then once it was a department store, one of the security guys that worked for the department store burned it down. So now, so here's another question. Why are we still having security monitor this building 24 hours a day when it's a burned down piece of shit? Who? Who? For who? For who? For who? What company is hiring you to do this? Like, who needs security for this building? Who's going to go in there and steal shit? Only thing that didn't burn is the stone fucking statues. In the mirrors. Oh, I'm going to steal the mirrors. Why are the mirrors still there? Why haven't they been scrapped for something and, like, taken out of... 
I this fucking script makes no sense. It truly does not. So anyway, he... Okay, yeah. So it was St. Matthew's, and then it was... They just keep saying a department store. I don't know what department store. Probably Macy's, right? They said it one time. Um, no, they said it... Mayfield, Mayfair, something like that. Oh, yeah. Probably like a Macy's, like... Uh, I can't remember. Reference. It was the May something. I don't even have that many notes on this movie. Yeah, I... Dude... I was trying, but also I was making fun of it while I was writing. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how this building is structurally sound enough for people to walk around in it because it's all burned to shit. I, I have a point that I would like to bring up that really pissed me off. All right. What's your point? So he is walking around doing his security lap. The older dude who's like his boss was like, um, good thing you got here when you did. It kind of creeps me out at night. Obviously, like, we expect that. It's a burned down fucking building. The movie's that's called Mirrors. That's a creepy Mirrors. job. It's it security, is a creepy job. Night security, that's a scary job when you're by yourself. So, he's looking around and he sees handprints on the mirrors after he noticed how immaculate they were earlier. He even made a comment about it saying, like, does someone polish the mirrors? And they were like, oh yeah, the dude that used to work here was, like, obsessed with them. It was really weird. So, he's just like, okay. But then later, when he's walking around by himself... He notices these handprints on the mirrors that were once immaculate, like, hours ago. And then he sees himself catching on fire in one of the mirrors. And in every other goddamn scene in the movie, when something like that happens to the person in the mirror, it happens to them in real life. And he felt the pain and he fell over, but there was not a fucking scratch on him. And it annoyed me. Because it did not stick with the theme throughout the rest of the movie where if things were happening in the mirror to the person they were actually happening. Yeah. I get it you're trying to tell a story, but, like, there's no cohesion. There's yeah. no cohesion. And that does happen later, but it makes no fucking sense even when it does happen. Yeah, the they could have just had his, like, arm catch on fire and he had, like, a little burn. He'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Because they, yeah. He's... his whole fucking body on fire and he was writhing in pain and then he was fine. Also, I have some thoughts about that scene in particular that we'll get to. <laughs> But right after he gets the job, there's this scene where um, Amy, the ex-wife, well, wife still, but she kicked him out, um, is, like, coming home and she has a maid. And the maid's like, Senor Ben is here. <laughs> and uh, he's upstairs playing with his two kids because it's his youngest son, younger son's birthday. He has a son and a daughter. And she's, like, freaking the fuck out. And I get it. I do, to an extent... You know, maybe he shouldn't have shown up without calling, you know, but it's your kid's birthday. Maybe don't make him feel bad for wanting his dad around. Like, it's, it's, yeah. he, the kid's like eight years old. He and doesn't he understand. so happy to see his dad. Like, just let it happen and then be like, maybe don't do this from now on. But today was a very fucking special occasion because it's my, our child's birthday. He's going to feel like shit if his dad doesn't show up. Yeah, and that's going to stick with him for the rest of his and life. And then he's going to hate on his mom if his mom is the reason he can't show yeah, up. Like, just, absolutely. like, stop using your kids as pawns in your fucking divorce. Ugh. Honestly. Just please stop. Kids are people. And it, it was... It affects them. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, oh, <laughs> the only other notable actor that I found is the kid in this, the boy. Why is does the he kid. so familiar? He's the kid from Grown Ups. He's Adam Sandler's kid in that movie. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> right. I knew he looked familiar because he's had a very look. distinct. He's a really cute kid. Very, love he's freckles. Like, he's one of the better actors in this movie. Honestly. And he's the youngest one in the whole film. The little girl isn't bad but of, either. Yeah, but of course that he went on to do other movies, so yeah. He and but yes, he is Adam Sandler's kid in Grown Ups. And probably Grown Ups too, but that's I had to look it up. That's why I recognize yeah, him. Yeah, I thought he looked familiar. Um Oh yeah, so while he's in the, also, there is zero chemistry between the two of them. They are fighting, and at one point he's like, oh, I miss you, and they kind of kiss for a second. Zero chemistry between the two of these I felt actors. nothing. Nothing. They felt nothing. <laughs> like, like, you hear stories about, like, actors on set that have so much chemistry, they end up fucking and marrying in real life. These people, I think they hated each other. Oh, she yeah. She was like, Kiefer Sutherland, you stank. That's the vibe I get. <laughs> you don't tip well at restaurants. Yeah, she knew... <laughs> And it came through in her performance. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay, so he's, that, his first night, um, he is in his little, there's, like, a little, uh, you know, trailer tra type 
shed thing outside where they the security guard spends most of his evening and every three round three hours or so he has to do a round of the whole building his alarm goes off to do his rounds i do like that um little detail because i would also have to set an alarm oh for sure to be like hey it's been three hours you should probably do your fucking job again (laughs) so i do like that getting paid to do that is wild (laughs) it just seems yes easy yeah, and then that's when he first starts seeing the handprints. And then, but his first mirror scare, before the fire part that you were talking about, he's looking in the mirror and he hears a door open. And in the mirror, this door behind him is opening and closing. Oh, yep, yep, yep. But I he keeps looking part. behind himself and it's not doing that. And it's like, you should be more afraid. He just looks so intrigued. Like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I no, don't, why the fuck would anybody. Ter- I would quit so fast. So, 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 f- I would be like, I would never even, even talk to the guy. I would just fucking run out the door leave and I would. forever. I would leave town. You can send me a check if you want, but I'm done. I quit. I'm changing my identity. <laughs> I, I am no longer this person. My name isn't Ben. I don't have kids. Ben's dead. Ben died. <laughs> well, Ben did, yeah. Well, anyways. <laughs> At one point I wrote in my no- notes, my TV sucks because there's so many like, like parts of this movie that are so dark and there's so much black. And I could, like, count the fucking pixels on my TV. I'm so, I can't wait to move in with Jeff and I, like, have a nice TV. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this piece of shit. <laughs> Aww. Anyway. After, um, I know I kind of jumped around a little bit on that. That was my bad. I skipped a couple of my notes. Oh, no, but... it's fine. Because then, well, the movie keeps fucking skipping around. Because he, like, has that weird experience with the thing. Goes in that door that kept opening. Go. Like, goes downstairs, and there's, like, water everywhere, and he has this horrified look on his face, and then it's just the next day. This movie makes no sense. When did he find the wallet? I think it was after... Right after the fire Yeah, so he found uh, Gary Lewis's wallet, which I wrote, why did no one look for that? Why? I mean, it was literally under a fucking chair. It was not hidden. Yeah. Why did nobody look for that? It makes no sense why. And the guys, like, died in a horrific way. You'd think they would be looking for... I get I get that though now because I forgot they didn't know at that time he was dead. They didn't know till later, now that I think about it. Because that's when they said he died at this Oh you're this, right. Because um, when they first when he first gets the job, they just said the other guy quit or is missing. Stop showing or whatever. up. Stop yeah. showing up. Yep. yep. You are correct yep. on that. We both See, just had a moment. <laughs> again, these things should be more telegraphed. I don't need I like, was just very I don't confused. need hand holding, like, but also make it make sense. Yeah, and inside um, the wallet there was just a single note that said, um, what is it? Essaker. Essaker. I couldn't read my handwriting. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Um. Oh, right before that scene, he, like, visits his sister because she's a bartender. And it's the worst dialogue I've ever heard. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, when he is in that scene that Jess was talking about and he's, like, on fire, he's, like, just, like, kind of screaming on the ground. I'm like, stop, drop, and roll. If you think you're on fire, like, that's what they teach you in first grade. If you're on fire, roll around to put the fire out. He's not putting the fire out. And I mean, granted, it's a fake fire, but still. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so then he finds his uh, wallet and it, the guy's name is Gary Essick or Gary Lewis. And then, yeah, he finds that thing that says Essiker. And it just made it seem like it just like wasn't even that big of a deal. He goes back to work the next day for some reason. Yeah. Like, After he catches idea. on fire in the mirror, he goes back to work. There's so much walking around. So much of this movie could be cut out. Because it's just scenes of him walking around this fucking place in the dark. And it's not tense. It's not scary. It's not fun. It's just him walking around. Why? I have no idea. Why did I pick this? Oh, this so was we could make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just so many. Th- like, there wasn't even that many important details, like, in between there that I wrote down. He hears this lady yelling. That is important. Yeah, I did write that down. Uh, That was kind of scary. Another fucking, he didn't quit his job. He's just like, how could, hell, how could I help you? Where are you? And I'm just like. toward the scary yelling? I was like, this is a fucking burned down, abandoned building, sir. And he like, sees like, there's like part of a reflection in like a hallway of a girl. So he moves the mirror over to get a better view. Like, no, dude, you are asking to die. Horrifically. And yeah, so he sees like some girls screaming and he's like, what the fuck? And, um, I'm like, leave, just, just leave. Fucking leave. And why? (laughs) There is one instance of nudity in this movie and it's the burned lady on the ground. 
She has a burned titty out. Why? Why? Why did we need that? We didn't. It's so gratuitous. Like, just... Mm. You know, I think I, I... I think I saw another nipple. Whose nipple? The mom. When the little girl, like, got injured, oh. when she pulled her... I saw a nipple. Oh, nice. Which was also gratuitous, because why the fuck does that matter? Why? For why? They're pointless. But anyways. Anyways. You get one whole set of nipples in this movie. Yep. That's the only thing worth it. One of them is burned. But. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Um, (laughs) There's just so many. Like, there are actually a few good scares in this, but, um, you know, whatever. And what's weird about, he, like, places the mirror to, like, see the lady because he can't see it in real life in front of him. Whatever, whatever. He's like, fuck this place. But he still ends up going back, of course. But that same night, we get a cutscene to his son waking up in the middle of the night. And he, he says, was screaming for his mom. And he said that he saw a lady in the mirror screaming. Which is really fucking creepy. That is really creepy. Um, if I am the mom, I am putting the kid outside for the rest <laughs> of the night. Locking them in a shed, calling an exorcist. Yes. Something. My child is broken. How do I fix it? Can I return it and get a new one? Because it's broke. An updated model. <laughs> or just return it. Can I just get my money back? All the years of All money All of my back. years. Um, oh, man. That was a good scene, though. With, it that was. was a creepy scene, for sure. But then, like, the, like, so that is creepy. Like, the kids saying that. But then you get the, the visual mom. of the lady screaming in the mirror, and it looks like shit. It looks like a video game. It does look like it shit. Like it looks PS2 like fucking... Graphics. It looks like fucking... Silent Hill, like, from back in the day. Terrible. Or, like, House of the Dead or some shit. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Well, you know, the mom, of course, gaslights the kid and was like, go back to sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Gaslighting. All horror movies, they're full of gaslighting. (laughs) But, um, Ben gets a package from one Gary Lewis. (gasps) The guy. The guy in the beginning of the movie. With the, the slit throat. Who's, who's dead now. <laughs> who's dead now. We know that. He yeah. doesn't know that. There, yeah. Um, I, at this, around this time we find out Amy is a, like, doctor of some kind. She's saying all this medical jargon. You can tell this actress has never said these words before in her life. It's uh, so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Did you he, ever watch America's Next Top Model? Yes, always. It's like the season where they had to make them, like, read off, like, gas mask, crascomite, chromatographer, whatever the fuck. Oh, my God. And they were just like, the, um, gastrochromophy and the potato salad. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. Oh, my God. That's um, exactly what it reminded me of. She, so, because he goes to Amy and is like, I'm seeing things. I need help. Um, she says, what drug are you taking to stop drinking? I didn't know there was a drug for that. What's that drug? I don't know. I don't know. Sign me up. She's like, that's strong. I know. Sign me up. I know. Listen. And then, but. We're rushing through this because I want to get to my favorite part of this movie, which is right goddamn now. It is the only... It could be... Like, if they extended the beginning part a little of, like, this scene with her, it could be such a good horror short where we, like, see her walking around her apartment and we'll see, like, her reflection doing weird stuff. But then Angie gets in the tub and her bathroom reflection mirror is, like, still standing there. And so she gets in her tub... And the reflection, like, puts one hand on the bottom of her jaw and one hand on the top and, like, just rips her fucking jaw off. While she's in the bathtub and can do nothing about it. Yeah, and she doesn't know what's happening and it's so fucking crazy. Um, It was really cool. I liked that scene. It was awesome. It really was. The effects were not that great. So, the practical effects that I could see were awesome. Yep. Uh, so, like, when she was just sitting there, but when it was happening, yeah, again, it looked like crap. Yeah. Um, but the practical effects were really fucking cool. Yes. I love the tub that she's in. I did notice that. But this cop comes in the next day to investigate, and he goes to unplug this drain, because obviously it's full of blood and water, and he goes to unplug the drain so he can see, like, 
what happened to her because she's like sunk down in the water and her hair is like all over her face and his glove is not nearly long enough to be sticking his hand in this blood filled water why do they always have a pen that they're moving shit with like why don't you get like i don't know man just get something else it's always a pen in movies because eh, they always have a pen on them and it's easy to like not touch something he fucking touched her hair and moved it out of her face. With that pen. pen. That pen needs to be thrown away and burned. Yeah, but it better than your finger. And gloves on. I would still rather touch it with the pen. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't like the pen. Whatever. <laughs> she can suck the pen. Yeah. Um, well, she can't because her jaw no longer exists. It's true. <laughs> it's true. She ain't doing no more sucking, girl. How fucking aggro... <laughs> Does Ben need to be in every scene? Oh my god, he's punching walls. He's being a raging fucking Kyle. Get this man a monster. He's oh my like, god, pushing cops out of the way, screaming at the top of his fucking lungs. The only scene I thought it was justified was when he was freaking out about his sister. The rest of the movie, because I understand. No, that not if no. You mean when he like goes and the cops are all at his apartment? And they won't let him get through to her? Yes, no. I would have done the same thing. No. I would have shoved people the fuck out of the way. No. No. Because if there are that many people telling you, you don't need to fucking see this, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it, but I'm still going to nope. mentally as a I'm person not. shove them out of my way to see it for myself. Nope, I'm not. Because I'm not a fucking sadist. I don't hate myself. You think I hate myself? I don't know. Why would you want to see that? I don't know. Like, okay, it's just one of it's... those things, like, you can't believe it until you see it. Oh, I could. If they tell me she's dead, I will go to the funeral. I don't need to see what the fuck happened to her. But I can understand, as a person who just, like, in that moment, you're not thinking logically. Like, you're obviously, like, in a fucking state of despair. And I probably would have done the same thing as him, is all I'm saying. He's still way too aggro. No, he absolutely is. He's very fucking aggro. Because then he fucking pukes and he deserves it, because why'd you look at it? Yeah. I'm a puker, too, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, I am, too. That's why I'm not gonna fucking look at it. I don't even- when I'm at the funerals, I don't even go up to the casket. I can't look at it. I don't want to look at it. Don't put that image in my head. Because that will be what I remember of your face for the rest of forever. Yeah. Ugh. Well, he learns then that the mirror- like, obviously, they're kind of looking at him as a suspect, because the door was locked from the- inside and there was no sign of forced entry but um he's realizing that the mirrors cannot be destroyed shot broken he's tried everything at this point um he calls one of his detective friends to get him some information about the Essaker situation and he doesn't really find anything but the gentleman who did burn the department store down and murder his whole family was named Terrence Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did get a hold of some, um, like, footage from him in the interrogation room. Yeah. And he was saying that the mirrors made him do it. Um, they asked me to look for Essica. They asked me to look for Essica. I don't know who Essica is. We're all looking for Essica. Mm-hmm. And then so Ben is like, gotta go paint all the mirrors in my family's house. And he Better just go. looks like a fucking crazy person. You look so crazy. He looks so crazy. He shows up with like, and then he like takes one of the mirrors out when his wife gets home. Because of course the little, their um, like nanny yeah. called and was like, Senor Ben. Is he moving everything around? He's moving all the furniture <laughs> so around. Sorry. It's, it's just so funny. But she like rushes home and like. He's got all the mirrors either painted or on the front porch. And he's, like, fucking crazy. And he's like, I'll show you. And she's like, show me what? And he's grabbing her and pulling her around, super aggro, again. But he takes a mirror and puts it on the front porch. And he fucking shoots it. And it just, just, like, nothing. Like, of course it's not going to fix itself. Because that, like, happened earlier where it, like, fixed itself once he, like, shot it. But that was the mirror in the building. Like, dude, you look, how... If you weren't you, wouldn't you think you were crazy? Because I would. This was right around the time I wrote in my notes, how are there 50 minutes left? Oh my god, right? <laughs> so he uh, he goes back to the department store, and that's where he finds the mirror cage. Yeah. Which, why the fuck, if you're making a department store, A, do you want to put it in an old mental hospital, and B, how did they not fucking find that? Yeah, how is this room just... 
he just busted through one little wall. It's this room that's filled with mirrors all over in, like, an octagonal shape, and there's a chair in the middle of it. With, like, restraints. Like, it's a cage. It's fucking stupid. It is stupid. So then he finds somehow, oh, because he calls his, one of his cop buddies, and he learns that that Essaker is Anna Essaker, who was a patient at the hospital when it was a hospital, and she was, she had severe schizophrenia, and she used to be, we find out later she used to be put in that room, and everyone thinks that she died Oh, there's so many fucking random ass things thrown in this movie. Because the reason the hospital shut down was because one day they got, like, the doctors got to the hospital and all of the patients had gotten out and murdered each other. <laughs> in the, And, like, they were, so everybody was like, oh, Anna was in there, so she's dead. But it's, it turns out she had already left. So yeah. So she didn't die in that massacre. So she's still alive. But why the, f- how the fuck did all the patients get out and why did they just kill each other? Nothing in this movie that needs to be explained is explained. It did not make any because sense. Because we learn later that Anna used to sit in that, like, be forced to sit in that chair in that mirror room and she, you know, to confront your own self or whatever. And she's like, either her or somebody else says whatever evil was in her went into the mirrors. Um, But then it's also confusing because later we meet her family, and they're saying that they tried everything, including, like, exorcism. Right. They tried medication, treatment, exorcism. So, I don't know. Is this supposed to be a fucking demonic possession? What the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't know. Because even... It, it makes no sense. God, uh, I just keep getting more frustrated. <laughs> 50 fucking minutes of nothing, dude. Just <laughs> nothing. Just, just nonsense. So, he figures out that Anna Esker is still alive and she's a nun at a monastery because they don't allow mirrors because she needed to be away from the mirrors. And there's, like, scenes of her in this, like, chair, like, flashback scenes. It's very American Horror Story intro. Um, just, like, stupid effects. Oh, my God. I can't talk enough bad about this movie. Well, I think um, another thing that happened right before we actually, like, get the scene of us going to meet her family um, is Amy is at the house and she's trying to get her son ready and he's, like, sitting on the floor talking to the mirror and, like, she heard it from outside the door and she walks in and he's like, nothing, nothing's going on. But then, like, he gets up and walks away and she sees his reflection still sitting there staring at her in the mirror, mm-hmm. even though her son is right in front of her. That is and a that, very scary scene. It is. And that's when she finally is like, oh, fuck. I believe this him. This is real. Yeah. Um, but, again, I don't really understand, first of all, why isn't the kid scared? What are the parameters of when the powers? When he was just so scared the, the other night. Yeah, what are the parameters of the powers that the mirrors have? Because it seems very inconsistent. There's a scene where, like, the fucking doorknob acts as a mirror and water acts as a It's just, what is a fucking mirror? Yeah, I guess. I don't mean to get, like, meta. What the fuck is a what mirror? What even is a mirror? Magnets. How do they work? <laughs> I'm a juggalo, okay? How's a rainbow made? <laughs> Double rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then we get... The whole monastery story, because there are no fucking mirrors. But why don't the mirror-like objects of the monastery get her? You know they got water, bitch. You know they got doorknobs. Well, she oh. always... Yeah, she always has that, like... She always has her habit on. And I know at the end, nothing happens until she opens her eyes. So maybe it's because the mirrors can't see her. Like, they can't see her reflection. Because so, she has, like, a veil over her face with her habit. But still, that's not a very well-presented point. Yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) I, yeah, it's just, it's so fucking weird, man, because he's like, why do the mirrors want to find you? And she said, it's what's inside the mirrors. So, like, it could be demonic possession, but why? I don't understand. 
make this movie make more sense, man. I don't fucking get it. Uh, so he's like asking her, like, you have to come back to where it all started because I have to fix this. My family's going to die. And she's like, fuck that, dude. I'm going to release this demon. Fuck your family. Fuck your family. I'm sorry. Fuck them kids. I can't. And he's like, this is little so-and-so and this is little so-and-so. This is my wife. I have a dead blah, blah. And Fuck like, them kids. They don't even want you around, dude. Come on. Well, the wife doesn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so then there's like a bunch of water on the floor at the house. And the mom's looking for the son. The daughter almost dies. Yeah, like, slice, starts to slice her own throat. Okay, my actual favorite part of the movie is when Kiefer Sutherland pulls a gun and points it at a nun's face. <laughs> and says, you're coming with me. <laughs> Come here, bitch. <laughs> he's just like, uh, what the fuck? And then later on in the movie, he's like, are you sure this is okay? Like, bitch, you drug her here. She has no At choice. Good point. She falls, she breaks her hip, she's done. Oh she's god. frail. Oh my god. So yeah, she, the, everything is going wrong at the house. The little girl was very calm for just having slit her own throat a little bit. Yeah, mom puts her in she the closet. Like, hmm. She's looking for the son. The son's running away from her and like, no, they like us. They're our friends. They That's just want to play. Why is that? Why are they nice to the kid? Why does the kid have that connection to them? But That's then he not was explained. so scared just earlier in the movie. Oh my god, so fucking stupid. Yeah, but then like, and then given how the movie ends, like at one point he goes underneath the water because his reflection pulls him down. But then, like, the mom gets him back. No, that kid's dead. Based on what happens at the end of this movie, that kid's dead. Yeah. Why did they put the kid back? Just kill the kid. Like, I like when horror movies just kill the kid. But not everyone can survive. I literally thought not enough people died in this movie. No. What, two people? Two. The three, because the beginning guy. And we don't even really, like, is Kiefer Sutherland dead or is he just in an alternate dimension? Ooh. Another dimension, another dimension. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, but of course, during this water scene, when she's very badly acting like she's yelling at the floor and splashing in the water, of course, wouldn't you know it, she's in a white tank top because it's 2008 and we have to put her in a white tank top so it'll get wet. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. You're so right, though. Why? And why just throw that creepy kid trope in without any... Like, it makes no fucking sense. Man. Any explanation. Yeah. There's a lot of weird editing because, like, she is trying to find him and he runs, like, down a hall or, like, runs away from her really quick. And then in the next scene, she has no idea where he is. Just yeah. weird editing. And back at the hospital slash department store slash abandoned building, um, Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland, you know, like we said, locks the nun in this mirror room. Yep. And then... He leaves, all the fucking mirrors shatter, the demons got back into this bitch. That and lady she's... exploded. Her, if you, like, freeze frame it for a second, when that those mirror shards go everywhere, her face explodes <laughs> into glass and blood. She, and it's fucked up. She was a creepy little witch crawling on the fucking pipes and shit. Oh my god, she, it, the fucking effects look so bad. She <laughs> looks like fucking, uh... Gabriel's fucking third cousin that didn't graduate high school. <laughs> Did you see Malignant? Oh, yeah. Oh, I fucking love that yeah. movie. That yeah. is so funny. She, it looked bad. But yeah, he was like, come here, bitch. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I'm like, D- please respect her. She's giving her life so you can save your fucking family. Oh, I know. And he like, is like at first looking for it and then immediately is like, nah, I gotta kill this thing. And... Everything it looks so fucking bad in this scene. Oh it my just God. looks I mean everything looks like a fucking PS2 video game graphic and there's like explosions going off and he's like fighting this it's the nun but she's like a demon now with a demon face and she can crawl on walls and basically teleport. <sighs> they mentioned her like violent outbursts earlier but that is nothing compared to like her crawling on fucking pipes like a, I don't know. It was wild. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, and now all of a sudden he's got no qualms about killing this old lady. 
Um, but there is really one really funny part where she's like on fire and he's fighting her and he like tosses her against a wall. Throwing a flaming old lady corpse is pretty fucking cool. Oh, that is pretty fucking funny. I thought that was pretty awesome. Well, he like shot some shit. It exploded down there. He flew into this like because there had been a pipe leak. Yeah. And so there was like maybe two feet of standing water, I'd say. And he flew into that, and therefore, we think that he survives the explosion, right? Yeah, because it, like, fades, like, he, like, lands in the water and it cuts, but it doesn't, like, we don't see him die or anything right there. And then it cuts back to the mom getting the kid back. So you're like, oh, look, everything's good, everything's fine, it's resolved, because he killed the old lady or whatever who had the demon in her, so all the magic's gone, we got the kid back. And we're like, okay, cool. So we go back to that. And then this fucking ending that I hate. <laughs> we see Keither. God bless it. We ben, see Ben. Ben walks out of the the building. And he's like got this look on his face like, yeah, I, I did it. it. <laughs> I fucking saved my kids. I'm going to be a dad again. I'm getting back on the force. I see my boss over there. I'm about to get a fucking medal. I just saved the goddamn day. I'm a fucking hero. I'm getting every BJ tonight. I'm still gonna chew up my pills and, you know, swallow them with bourbon, but I'm a good fucking dude. I deserve a drink tonight. (laughs) I fucking did it. And then he's, like, walking through all these police cars and everything, and nobody's paying attention to him. Which he's covered in blood, and... Yeah. Like, he should be, like... Immediately, any EMS person should be running up to you. Yeah. Like, do you need attention? Yeah. So everyone's ignoring him. And if you're paying attention, you can see that like all the letters on the car and stuff are backwards, like mirrored. And he looks, cause he's walking up to like what I assume is his old boss. And he like looks at the guy's name tag and it's backwards. And then he looks at the cop car and notices police is backwards. And he has this look on his face like, Oh fucking shit. Um, he, one creepy, really creepy part is he looks down at his hands and they're like reversed. Like the left hand is on the left or is on the right. And yeah, it's fucking weird. His thumbs are on the wrong side. Um, (laughs) is he now the thing in the mirror? So that's the thing because then he walks away and he has no reflection. He puts his hand against the mirror. And that's where the handprint came from. And it's a handprint. So he's just one of the mirrors, um... Souls. Many, many souls. I forgot they mentioned that the mirror takes souls. Yeah, but early. like... It's stupid. So then what was the whole demon lady part? I don't know. I don't fucking know. And then like, why... Why this building? Why these mirrors? What... Did he kill that lady and it went back in the mirrors? Why did it have to go back in the lady? Yeah, that specific lady. Like, what was so special? Was she actually... I don't... I don't... (laughs) Listen, Alexander Aja, if you listen to this podcast, I need your fucking explanation for what the fuck happened in this movie. An hour and 50-some minutes worth of what the fuck. It's really good we're not playing a fucking drinking game, because if we were, it would be like, take a shot every time uh, we said, like what the fuck, or, like, why did they do that? We would be wasted right now. Yep. Because the thing is, like, you can... You can take out a lot of that walking around shit. You can take away the fucking nun part. It can just be mirrors that were haunted because it was an asylum and a bunch of people died, so their souls went into the thing. Take away the Anna part. You know, make this a much simpler fucking script and plot. Make it a cool 90 minutes. It's still going to suck, but it's going to be way more enjoyable and make more sense. I went into this movie thinking it was only going to be like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I like hit pause once and I was like, fuck. (laughs) I looked up the time, the runtime right before I did it. And I was thinking, oh no, why did I do this to us? Why? It's fun to rip into. It is. It is. Because like, why, how in the fuck did this movie get made? How is every actor on in here... Just hamming it up. I mean, bad. It is really bad. Keep your head down. Like the fucking, his cop friend, keep your head down. What does that even fucking mean? Oh my Bro, god. in this situation, what does that mean? 
See, if I'm... He's already not laying low. He's busting into fucking forensic pathology offices being like, show me the body! Show me the body! (laughs) What the fuck? I need to see his file! Give me his file. It's like, sir, you're suspended from the police force. You killed a cop. You should probably... And Keep then your he, head down. <laughs> when he goes to that psychologist's office or whatever, and, like, they immediately just show him these, like, private tapes of this guy's trial, and he's... It's a choice. Yeah, I'm kind of glad Ben died. I wish that the little kid had died also. Um, I wish the whole fucking family died. That would have just been better. <laughs> yeah, give me a Silent Hill ending. I love give it. Give me a, you know, we're just, the the kid's dead, everybody's dead. They're all dead. <laughs> Please. The death was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yes, it was. And I think that's a great place to end this episode. This shitty fucking movie. Gotta hated it. Thank you guys so much for coming along with us for this journey. I'm sorry we kept repeating how much we didn't understand why they were doing things over and over. But I hope that you guys watch it and can feel the same. Some of the similar things that we were talking about. Um, Casey, do you want to go over what we have next on the docket? Yes. Uh, so my final thoughts on the movie, obviously I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> um, not a big recommend for me, especially if you have to go fucking rent it and pay for it. I wish Don't pay three. We should have shared a rental somehow. We should have, and we should not have rented <laughs> it in the first place. So that we are... should be on Tubi. Yes. <laughs> and I love Tubi. It's actually, Tubi's too good for that. I don't understand why it's not on Shudder. You know, I don't know. it's not good. Yeah, well, a lot of movies on Shudder aren't yeah, great. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. A lot of movies <laughs> on Shudder are great. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, we are going to go back to doing some good movies <laughs> next week. Because we are going to a Jess's Choice next week. And you know she always has good choices. Ooh, what is it? What is it? We are doing your next. Ah! I fucking love this movie. You guys know that I love a badass woman in charge kind of movie especially a horror film so i'm so excited to talk about this with you guys um have you seen this one yet i haven't seen it yet (gasps) yay it's been at the top of my my list for a while i am so fucking stoked to see it i hope you love it as much as i do i've only heard good things about it i'm so excited um definitely i've heard feminist masterpiece Mm -hmm. so i'm very excited uh we're gonna be covering that next week um and then other future uh episodes the week after that we're going to go back to a random um like i guess kind of me choice because i really wanted to do this we're going to do the platform which is a spanish horror film it is on netflix it is amazing and then the week after that we're going to be doing killer clowns from outer space yes killer clowns (laughs) and uh yeah so we are that's kind of the immediate future for the channel uh, we're going to be doing a lot of fun things. Uh, I've been researching a lot for a very special episode we're going to be doing in December. So look forward to that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Deepers Creepers. Email us deep at Deepers Creepers pod at gmail.com. Please, please, please rate and review us wherever you listen. Please, please. we need more ratings. We need reviews. We just need our names out there. Tell all your friends to listen to us. Share anything that you see. Come across any of your timelines. We need as much exposure as you guys can give us because we can't pay for it. (laughs) We're doing our best, though. Yes. Um, And if in the next few weeks um, there are any delays in the podcast release or if we do end up skipping a week, it is likely because I am moving next weekend. So um, I will be pretty busy with that. But we're going to try to get everything out to you, you know, on time either way. It could also be because I have mental health issues, but... I mean, I do too. That's fair. But anyways, we're doing our best. Yes. So... (laughs) Thank you guys so much again. Um, I adore you all. Love you all so much. Seriously. And uh, I hope you guys all had a uh, fun October spooky season. And I hope you guys... um, I hope everyone... I know the holiday season's coming up, and I know it's really hard for a lot of people. I just hope everyone is safe and... um, does what is best for them. I know family can be really hard, so, you know, don't be down on yourself if you end up spending your holiday season without them because you need to do what's best for you. And I think everybody should remember that. Yeah. Sometimes your chosen family is 100% the best family that you will ever have in your life. And if you guys have an explanation for the shitty movie we just reviewed, please DM us somewhere and explain to me what happened with this script. Because I ain't get it. I don't get it. 
Other than that, though, uh, we will be here next week for you guys, and we love you. And uh, stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Did you get those eyes?